Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. What's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's your boy, H.H. Huffle, trying to just trying to stay alive. We do this podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow Allegedly. us on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the Talking Tactics. If you're on SoundCloud, hit the hearts. If you're on Spotify, remember to give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it on the show. We did get one this week from so-called Great Britain. Um, And this is from Modi V2. Modi V2. Modi Mm. V2. Great sports podcast. Appreciate the ongoing work and discussion throughout this pandemic. You guys are always on top of it and hilarious. Exclamation mark. P.S. Sorry about Hazard's Madrid form, H.H. Even apologize for Hazard. Must be a wonderful human being. Uh, so thank you for that five-star review. I don't know how to respond to that. but Just yeah. say thank you for being empathetic to my struggles. Uh, no, no, that's, that's too easy. Eden Hazard easy. has been trash up until the last two games he's played. And I really thank you for thinking about me when I, at this time. When I find the right response, my, my dear friend, I shall, I shall respond in kind. But until then, I will think about a worthwhile response for the... With two E's. That's your boy Shakespeare. Overrated. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare. So so let me guess. You were the only dude who was writing stuff back then. There were no other no, writers. No, no. Uh, no. Yeah, sure, no. Sure. I will Romeo explain to you on a talking tactic right. extra. The story in Seven Unusual Suspects is better than anything Shakespeare has written. It's all hype. It's all hype. Oh, Shakespeare. Then thou dost. Yeah, whatever. Thou okay, dost your face time out. Who are your top three directors of all time? Spielberg. Kubrick, and I think you've also got to say what's up to maybe I'll I'll, I'll hazard to say Coppola or Aronofsky, Oscar Scorsese. See, I thought you were gonna say Kurosawa from Japan, and I was gonna be like, bam! You know who one of his influences? William who? Shakespeare. All of his stuff is like built up. Well, not all of it. Oh, that's a, a large, lie. A large no, portion of not. it is like King no, Lear not. or Hamlet or Macbeth. No, no, it's not. That's all bull crap. Okay. What influence did Shakespeare have on Seven Samurai? Nothing. Daniel, you're falling for all the hype because I'm sure, because you, obviously you're an English lit, English major and all that stuff and you're just being brainwashed by this crap that Shakespeare was this great dude. I, no, no, no. He wasn't I, as great. I, he wasn't that great. I don't it's like all Shakespeare. I, I don't like the written Shakespeare. You, it's but, a you've been brainwashed. But you've been but, brainwashed no, by the it, hype of Shakespeare. So it's no, all hype. I know. No, no. Mm, yeah, okay. 
Well, it is hype in a sense, but it's more historical. It's historical brainwashing for the English, and that's as far as I'll, I'll go into it because the actual explanation would take me probably 10 to 15 minutes. We're not going to do that here. By the way, Shakespeare. if you want to hear the Shakespeare explanation of why Shakespeare is important King to Bill. English culture, remember to check us out on Patreon. Um, so so because he wrote Othello, he isn't racist? Give me a break. <laughs> How how many patrons? I think we have like somewhere around thirty patrons. Can we get that number to fifty, guys? So I need twenty of you guys. If you're out yeah, there, man. if you have the capability, um, by the end of the year, help us out, man. Help us reach our goal. We're we, looking for fifty patrons. We talked our real talk, man. So everything racism, history stuff, we keep it real, and we have some very good, intense discussions, man. So come and hit us up on our yeah, yeah, yeah together man. to that crack cocaine. So we need we, we, we need twenty of you guys, man. By the end Heck of the year, help man. us out. It's only three dollars in pounds. I'm sure that's so less. We, Can we talk about Arsenal and Manchester United, please? And then people ask, why, why don't you rate Harry Kane? Fuck out of here, man. He doesn't rate Harry Kane because he's English. Meanwhile, let's just trash William Shakespeare, the, one of the goat English writers. Like, come on. Mm, because he was the only guy writing at the time. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Okay, then why don't we get to learn about other writers? Why is it only Shakespeare that, 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 that we I got will explain in, in it to you later. Can mm. we talk about football, please? Damn. Because I, I feel like, how you feel on your hangouts when like VD Core and the rest just start going on tantrums. <laughs> like, damn, stay on topic. <laughs> Shakespeare. To be or not to be. Arsenal, know. Manchester United. It was a very bad game. Um, it wasn't enjoyable. For the neutral, anyway. What did you think about it? It was not the greatest game. Let me no no no. Let me let me turn the tables. Let me ask you a question. All right. Let, yeah, question, yeah, 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 yeah. I can. Why did Gollum go with that approach against Arsenal? I think he wanted to be more attacking, I guess, than he was in previous games. I guess he he showed Chelsea a little bit too much respect, and that led to a nil nil. So I guess he's thinking, hmm. Why don't I try to play a little bit more attacking? So he he played with the front two with a diamond. Pogba was, you know, on the left. He still tried to have the solidity with McTominay and Fred. He thought, we're at home. Arsenal are gettable. So let's try to play a little bit more expansive. But when you play with a diamond, a 4-4-2 diamond, the most important component in that are the fullbacks. And I don't think Manchester United have the attacking fullbacks as yet. We're yet to see what Tellez can do. Juan Basaka is incredible defensively. I'm not quite sure about his attacking acumen as yet. He doesn't have much. There's nothing Luke to Shaw about. Luke Shaw is so. Luke Shaw. So. <laughs> Which is what? Come on, elaborate, man. Don't, don't be a... Buddy. What is no, Luke, just Luke, like Shaw? Luke Shaw is... He's a serviceable Premier League left back, but you wouldn't call him anything spectacular to where he can like manage a flank by himself. I think that's asking a bit too much. When you play a formation like that with the two up top, you're asking a lot from the fullbacks, and I don't think they were really capable of doing anything in that game. So that's kind of the, the drawback of that formation, I would say. I mean, I guess we talked about him last week. I don't think Pope was declined. I don't think he was a brick or anything. I've, I've seen you have the conversation of, you know, should he be in the brick academy and all this kind of stuff. I just think... He's checked out of Manchester United. I don't think he believes in the project. I don't think he really wants to be there. At least that's the perception I get. I think he's just looking like, what's my next move? If you're a manager, you look at him and you think, well, the quality is there, so let me just play him. But he is a kind of player that if he's not on his game, he will get you sacked, i.e. Mourinho. You play him, but he's a waste of space when he's not really involved in the game. It's weird. And then we have the Van de Beek situation. Manchester United is just a confusing 
club. If you're Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, you realize that Pogba isn't really saying what's up. He isn't really balling to the level that you expect of him. Do you bench him? Are you saying if I'm manager or if or are you asking me what do I think Ole should do? If you're no, if you're the manager, you you mm. you know how good Pogba is. You know his quality. I'm playing. He's not playing well. I'm playing. If I'm social, oh, wow. I'd like to think I'd be able to talk to Pogba in a way where like we would get along. I'd like to think so. Anyway, I think our dynamic might be a bit different than like all the other managers he's had in the past. <laughs> so I'd like to think I could get. Just a good feeling, Pogba, and like if you make him feel like he's wanted and appreciated, I'm sure he he'll, he'll play well. He seems like that type of guy. Solskjaer, I don't I don't know what he's really capable of in terms of man management. So he just seems like he puts out. Let me see how many good players I could put out here, and let's just see what happens. Or let I have this idea. Let's see what happens. He's like a see what happens guy, rather than like actual. I do this, and this will happen, and then I will respond to it like that. Is there's no real? I don't get a level of technical sophistication from Ali. Big words. Um, is Arteta a lot better than we thought he would be? Being because here's my thing with Arteta: you never manage the club, but this isn't like like Lampard. This is more like Hansi Flick. Mm. So before Hansi Flick came to Bayern Munich, he was Germany in the coaching the setup since. I think either since 06 or the 08 Euros. Because for me, I'm very good with faces and I always saw him on that face. So he's really been in the coaching setup. Same thing with like Chris Hutton, who was assistant manager for Tottenham for freaking like almost like a decade or so or something. So that is still sort of still managerial experience that is more than Lampard, who literally his first thing was just thinking of Derby County. So do you think that... And we've now seen how City have sort of struggled hmm. since Ateta has left... So is it a case of where, oh, no, this dude, combination of this dude has a um, knack for this management thing and those few years with, with Pep combined with maybe his um, natural knack to be a good manager means that, you know, this guy is actually doing pretty well in the sense of Charity Shield, FA, FA Cup, yeah. and look at what he took over. It was a mess. Like, after Emery left, Arsenal were a complete mess. Hence why my whole thing was, I'm not here to go to Atta. Look at what he's taking over. This is too difficult a job for a guy with that has never been a manager before to take over. But the fact that he's been able to come in there and it's not going to be win every single game. They're not going to look great every single game. They have an identity. I know what they're trying to do. There is a very specific strategic game plan Unlike. Some other managers we don't want to name. I know exactly what Ateta is trying to do. So, should we be praising Ateta a lot more? I think what so. I think so. I think so. I remember. I don't know when we talked about this, and we were like, "How how long was Arteta's Pep's assistant?" And people were saying one year, two years. If you look it up, it was sixteen, seventeen. So when Pep arrived, one of his first decisions, I suppose, was I need a number two. So who do I want? And I guess he looked around. He was like, "Well." I have a guy that played for Everton. He played for Arsenal. He knows the Premier League well. He's Spanish. He can speak our language. I don't know if he's Catalan. I wouldn't. I wouldn't presume. But there's a there's a familiarity there, nonetheless. And he stayed with him for three and a half years, two and a half years, something like that. So you're learning from one of the modern greats. You have experience with. I don't know if we can call Wenger an all time great. But he's like he's he's one of the Premier League greats, um, unbeaten seasons, all that kind of stuff, all the FA Cups, etc. 
David Moyes, I don't think we can necessarily sleep on like you have that kind of rugged English experience. You know what like the smaller clubs are attempting to do most of the time. Sit back, be compact, uh, hit you on the counterattack, all that kind of stuff. So and then I obviously, as you say, he has you bring your own individual thoughts and ideas and just your own creativity to the table. And I think we're seeing that with the players that the club has gone after that he's probably wanted with the, the way he's used Obama Yang, with the way he's used kind of back three, back five, transitioning to forward the back. Like there's, there's creative things that we can see happening in, in operation at Arsenal. So it, it does give you confidence, I would presume, as an Arsenal fan that, you know, this guy actually has an idea. We can see ourselves improving. Obviously, the team has has limitations mm-hmm. and that will take – a few years to to iron out when you compare it with <laughs> uh you know the chelsea's the the manchester united's and then we can maybe see what's happening with pep without him i could take some some solace if i'm an arsenal fan that yeah we are probably headed in the right direction if we could get the ownership to do right by us so yeah i i, I see arteta as solid i don't i don't know if he's going to be great i don't know if he's going to be good but I think it's worth it to give him enough time to find out. And that's where I'm at with it. Whereas, whereas Ali, I'm just like, I don't know if I should give you more time because I can kind of see where this is going. Frank's more in between. I'll give you time, but I, I don't trust where this is going to go. <laughs> Arteta's like, I'm going to give you time, and I kind of trust where this is going. So that's why I put those three. No, no, for me, I think it is clear that out of the rookies, out of the rookies, he is the best. Out of, out of the, <laughs> the rookies. It's the three. It's yeah. Frank, Ali, and Arteta. Yeah, it's just the rookies. Like, what's it called? It's the battle of the rookies. And I think, he, you know, that's, that's probably an, an idea for the title of this thing. Because if you had told me from, like, okay, Arteta thingy will go from, like, damn, okay, I, I guess Solskjaer, because at least he managed Cardiff and so forth. I would have said Arteta and Lampard, they're both sort of in similar areas, but maybe Arteta has a bit of experience. But I just didn't put that much faith in so okay yeah you're an assistant but what does that do but remember this was before Hansi Flick took over Bayern Munich and look at what he did in one season so I think also I think we have to consider in this battle of the rookies <laughs> Ali is a club legend Frank Lampard is a club legend Arteta is mm. not an Arsenal legend he no, just plays not. for the club but he's not no, an not. Arsenal legend no, he's not. so he was, he's he, not he was so okay. he's, he's 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 not there as a consequence of what he did for the club playing he might be there because he had a relationship with people who were in the club or whatever it was. Like they maybe asked Wenger, do you think this is a good idea? Yeah, he was a good player for me. He seemed like he had a smart brain, blah, blah, blah. But he's not there. Frank Lampard's there because his name is Frank Lampard. Yeah. Ollie's there because his name is Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. Mikel Arteta isn't at Arsenal because his name is Mikel Arteta. Mm-mm. Like that's not why he's there. So I think that's another check in his corner that they, yeah, he benefited because he was a former player, but he's not in the same way that the other two did. Sorry, I interrupted you. But. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no, no. For me, I. Why did they hire him though? Why did Arsenal hire Arteta, knowing that we are in a serious straits after Emery, and we're hiring a guy who's never been a manager before? Do you know what I think? So, I so, think... so, 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 so wait, it must have been a great interview then. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There, either that, or there were other clubs, maybe in Spain or Germany or France, that were probably looking at. Hey, City have been playing very well. Arteta's been there since pep took over essentially so what's the next best thing to pep it's probably his assistant and then the amazon documentary comes out people see arteta's actually doing some of the pre-game technical instructions and all of this stuff mm. so you're like oh so this guy actually it's not just pep who's doing everything 
Like Arteta actually has a voice and you can tell that he has an idea. So maybe that's part of it. Once once you figure out that he does deserve some credit for City's success, being Centurions and all of that, maybe the best, the next best thing to Pep, if you can't get him, take his number two. Yeah, man. I mean, do you hire Derby County's coach, though? <laughs> do you hire somebody that got uh, sacked and Cardiff relegated? <laughs> No, you know, you see, 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 basically, uh, that, that's what people need to accept, and people will refuse to accept it. Soakshire has a job based on a goal he scored in 1999. That is why he's United manager. Nothing more, nothing less. If he didn't score that goal in 1999, he's not the manager of Man United. Lampard is only the manager of Chelsea, not because of what he did for Derby County. That's it. Literally, has nothing to, to do with that. It's because of what he did for for Chelsea. What man in their right mind is hiring? a manager who got Derby County to the playoff final for Chelsea. Who the heck does that? <laughs> Where that, and also that is all you have on your, on your CV. That's it. It's one year of management and I got Derby County to the playoff final and I, and I lost. Who the heck is hiring that, 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 that dude? You know, it might even so, be true that Chelsea offered John Terry the job. And he, but John he, Terry he was like, yeah, I'm not experienced enough yet to take it. So hmm. let me go do my... Aston Villa, Dean Smith, assistant role. Be actually being Dean Smith's number two, kind of like yeah. what Arteta did, just yeah. at a way less level. Actually, well, no, he went to play and he became like a player coach. You know He's, what? I, John Terry I, isn't a one club man anymore. I just remembered. Yeah, he went to Villa. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But hmm. that is actually interesting, though. Although maybe he went on loan. So, not so, 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 so you have John Terry who says, I don't think I'm experienced enough to do this Chelsea thing. Let me get more experience and so forth. But Lampard, after one year, he's like, yeah, let me go. <laughs> I got it. Got it. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, it's, it's, it's opportunistic in a sense. It's, he would never get that job if Chelsea weren't transfer banned, et cetera, et cetera. By the yeah. way, we have a complicated Chelsea show that we do every Thursday. Yes, sir. Um, so check that out, guys. Complicated Chelsea show on the Half Hope Football Hut. Let's not get lost in the Chelsea weeds here. We were given no. Arsenal praise, and then it turns into Chelsea talk. We don't need to um, do that. Party. Okay, okay wait. Party. What do you what do you think about about Party? Game changer for Arsenal or he is what we thought he was. He's just a really good all-round central midfielder. He can defend if you need him to, he can break the lines if you need him to, he can carry the ball if you need him to. I haven't necessarily seen at Atletico that he was a capable goal scorer for midfield. Not that you would with Diego Simeone, but um we'll see if that development happens. But he's just a solid central midfielder. So Arsenal, as we all knew when they signed him, you know he's important when the team that he left was pissed off. Yeah. Atletico Madrid are like, we're never going to do business with Arsenal again, all this kind of stuff. Like they, wait, they wait, snaked well, us. They did all this. They did all business. that. The it's only reason they're mad, if they did that and they stole some scrub, they wouldn't be pissed. But they did. And they Arsenal loaned them Torreira, but they were still mad because they understand the quality that Partey was giving right. to their team. Yeah, he just he's a solid midfielder. I can't say anything more than that. Obviously, people are going to go, hey, is he better than Pogba? Is he better than Conte? Just who are all the black midfielders that we can compare him to? <laughs> um, I'm not prepared to do that. Um, but yeah, he's he is what I thought he was. Just a really solid, borderline, world-class midfielder. Yeah, no, I mean, no, but, but Arsenal were amazing. I don't think Arsenal had mm. a really good kind of strong midfield presence. Xhaka, I've always said, he's decent. Tier three at best. At like, max look, tier three. The last time Arsenal had a midfielder like that, I mean, Gilberto is it Silva? No. Did we have to go back to Vieira? I mean, I think that's v... a bit too much. No, 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 no. Let's be real. 
Did Arsenal ever replace Patrick Vieira? No. They never replaced Patrick Vieira. Because they went from kind of the a rugged, more like 4-4-2 team with, you know, the fun came from Burkham, Henri, mm. Perez, those guys. And then Arsene Wenger kind of switched it up and he he tried to become, especially after 2006, I guess, you know, they tried to become more like Barcelona, you know. So you started seeing the likes of, you know, Cesc Fabregas starts coming more into the team. Jack Wilshere starts getting games. Abu Dhabi, maybe, but we, we never got to know just because if, of how injury if prone Diaby he was. was fit. If Diaby was fit. Bro, he was good. Yeah. He no, was if, very good. If if he avoided injury, Diaby would have been close to what Vieira was. Close. I mean, the closest I can think is maybe Alex Song in like one of the yeah, good seasons yeah, that he had. You know a dude called Alex Song, the African PLO? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to take off my shades. When when I I saw that, <laughs> hey man, he he went to Barcelona. He did good, but his lasting his lasting moment for me will always be in the World Cup. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. When he when when he when he punched Vazukic in the back and got a red card, <laughs> and there was a meme. Um, somebody put like a knife in his hand, and it's like he stabbed Vazukic, and there was like blood all over the. It was so funny. <laughs> So whatever Alex Song does after that, but yeah, I don't think they re- no. I, the, the short answer is no. They never replaced Vieira, and I don't think Partey's a Vieira replacement. I think Patrick Vieira is clear no, of anything that we've no. seen. But just a solid central midfielder that can do basically everything. Ramsey wasn't that. No, he was an attacking midfielder. Fabregas wasn't no, that. No, no, Wilshere wasn't that. When Vieira left, I think Wenger wanted the midfield to be very mobile so you know guys that could pass the ball very well very nice and mobile on their feet and could attack as well so Nasri, Hleb, Fabregas were all kind of mobile midfielders but it was a strong thing again he he went he went super he made like English tiki-tack is what he was going for I think it just never it never popped off I like Partey I he was he's a signing that you know Manchester United should have gotten Chelsea should have looked at him I don't think City would ever do anything like that. He doesn't seem like a player they'd go for, but look how Pep treated the AS. I didn't want to say it, but we got me. We connect those dots, man. We connect those dots. You got me. I actually, do you actually believe in that thing that um, there's a hex being put on Pep because of what he did to Yasuri? I don't not believe it. Oh, yeah. What's that? <laughs> or double negative. <laughs> It's not that I believe it. It's that I don't not believe it. <laughs> Which is kind of the same thing, but not really. Um, what game's next? In my in my mind, the 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 pitcher for this episode is going to mm. be Gareth Bale. Because is he back? Is more is my question. Beast mode. He's got a winning I, goal. Like I told you, they don't need beast mode. They just need regular Gareth Bale. Regular Gareth Bale is better than Eric Lamella and Lucas oh, no. Moura. Wait, 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 wait. Regular Gareth Bale, is that enough to win the Premier League? You caught me while I was drinking. I almost <laughs> coughed. Um, water, guys. Not anything more powerful than that. Um, I, don't, I don't know if Spurs can win a Premier League. I think that's jumping out the window. What they should be looking for is, can we win the Europa League? Can we win an FA Cup? Can we win a Carabao or sorry, Papa John's Cup? <laughs> <laughs> if 
Carabao wasn't bad enough. Do you know? No. So, so basically, let's say, let's say, um, Aston or something wins. I say, guys. So, which trophy did you win this season, man? You know what? We won the pub. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know people wouldn't say it? People wouldn't say it. There is no way I am saying as a player that I won the Papa John's Cup in 2022. The I'm never Papa saying it. <laughs> like, that's messed up. That's messed up. You see, it shows you the stupidity of this trophy. You the know? 2020, 2021 Papa John's champion. <laughs> Oh, sure, okay. man, that's messed up. That's messed up. Man. That's messed up. <laughs> I, I thought Papa John's was out the paint, guys. I thought we weren't doing no, Papa John's. This, this, this still, oh, oh no, no, they're still there, man. Look, bro, the the the, the pizza is still too, too good to cancel, man. You can't cancel that kind of good pizza. <sighs> Papa John's is gross, by the way. I don't know why anybody would eat that. But... I'll be real with you. <sighs> he, over here, Papa John's is very good. Like their bread is called, oh they have the, the best bread. Papa John's have had the best bread. So Papa John's, pretty, but Papa John's crust is good, but the actual pizza is not good. <laughs> you see, you see the, the thing about this is that Pizza Hut used to be tops. Domino's was disgusting, but Domino's has actually really um, closed the gap. But I think they kind of, you know what? Do you like Pizza Express pizza? I've never liked Pizza Express pizza. <laughs> I don't know what Pizza Express is. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know what to say. I just can't believe it's called the Papa John's Cup. <laughs> take it, take it over, bro. Let me go on to you. Have pizza, the Pizza Hut Cup. You know what Mourinho calls stuff like the Mickey Mouse Cup? Like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. almost as bad. Like it's like the if they had like the Chuck E. Cheese Cup or something. <laughs> Like no, no, no. Basically, my thing about it is like it's so people wouldn't say it because the thing, you know, thing about Carabao is like Carabao isn't that famous a drink. So Carabao is this kind of obs- obscure thing. Like what things in UK, whatever. Carling, okay, a Carling. The Carling Papa just, John's. It's just, it's it's actually kind of making me mad now. Just like this is a stupid name for a trophy, the Papa John's. <laughs> Tottenham can win the English League Cup. <laughs> The football league cover whatever it is. But yeah, Premier League, I'm not going that far. Even if Beast Mode arrives, I'm not quite sure Tottenham can do that. Mission Impossible, if Mourinho wins a major trophy with, with Tottenham, he's the undisputed GOAT. Because this is literally Mission Impossible to win a major trophy with Tottenham Hot Spirits. What happened with Liverpool this week? Jota got the winner. Jota, he keeps, yo, he's taking over for money in terms of like rescuing points for Liverpool. Three man. times, man. He's now done this three, three times now. Like <clears throat> scored the winning goal. So, do you have any? What, what were you, what were your feelings on him for Wolves or with Wolves? Did you think no. he was like one of the like a top player? That's did, why. See, I, I saw him more, and I'll give you my answer first. I just saw him more as like an attack, a counter attacking weapon. You know, just like the way that um, Nuno has their team, it just makes sense that you have a player like Jota, like a Jimenez, like a Adama Traore, just players that you sit back and when we get possession, we can just run forward and do things. I didn't know if necessarily that could translate to a team like Liverpool, but it seems like it's it's slightly working. That's the thing about that Klopp does. Like Klopp, 
who was Sadio Mane at Southampton? Was the Mane at Southampton the Mane at Liverpool? Was the Salah at Roma or Fiorentina the Salah we, we now see at Liverpool now? So he can take a player and just sort of reinvent them or just take them to the, to the next level um, to another degree. So it's like, um, I always thought that no, this is a very interesting player for Wolves, you know, that's really brings us on their balls. I know that's no, no, this, no, this, this dude is good. So when they, they, they got him, I was like, okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. And you would just think that's okay, he's not a starter, but he this is a good squad option to have because I don't think Shakiri has been that good from from the bench. But now, with Femino not playing too well, should he start? So because people have said you could do a four three three and have Salah as a striker. I was gonna ask, do you think Salah could play number nine? He's played there before, but then people say that takes away a lot from from his game. But then they say, okay, four two three one, play Femino as a number ten. And I'm like, he's already in number ten, pretty much in mm. a four three three. So you going to four two three one and him as a now number ten. How will that will that really improve him? I don't know. Do you know what I think? I think people are greedy, and you can't have all of the good things at the same time. Sometimes you can really only fit four really good attacking players in a team if you want. Maybe even three, the way Liverpool play, you know, with their functional midfield. You can't have Mane, Salah, Firmino, and Jota play together. Because one of, one of those four would have to be just a recognized out-and-out out number nine. And none of them are that. So you can't have all of them at once. And I think it's good probably to have a player who, hey, if Mane needs a game to rest, let him. If Salah needs a game to rest, let him. If Firmino needs to come out, which might be more frequently now, let him. When you have all of those players and none of them are an out-and-out striker, then somebody's going to have to be on the bench. I don't think you can have them all. Unless you just play like 4-2-4 or something like that, and you guys, you four just stay up there and you're just interchanging and you guys can interpret the space and do everything together. But Yeah, no, I mean, no, for me, I'd say again, like I think Jota could be a pretty, pretty interesting... Because again, I was like, this is he's a good squad player to have because for me, he's not on the level. Of many things, so I'm, I've already been surprised in the impact that he's already had. Actually, let me do a crazy segue. Crazy segue time. COVID. Is this going to be a very strange season? I think I asked that last week. Did you? But I think it's another. It's not. Yeah, I think it's worth it to ask this week. So oh, no, no, no. The last last week I asked, do you think the table will course correct? Oh yeah. And you yeah. were like, yeah, because of COVID, it's going to be hard to tell. But I think it will. Something along those lines. Oh, no, no, no. You see, because I also said, look, forget this whole thing. City, Liverpool, Juventus, it will all establish themselves. But now I'm thinking to myself that hmm. um, look at the frequency of the Champions League games, lack of a true preseason, Juventus are struggling, but then you can say, okay, it's a, it's a PLO thing. Bayern Munich are on top. You look at how they considered all those goals and the early loss they already had. Um, PSG, again, what's it called? I think that they lost their, their, their first game. We're already living in a crazy, crazy world. And could maybe the whole COVID effects and so forth have an effect? Because on one hand, you're like, wait, well, if it's COVID, everyone is suffering for the whole COVID thing. But then, which is what Nix was saying, look at um, Chris, Cristiano. If Cristiano plays for Juventus, maybe that's a different game. Because Juve had a chance against Barcelona. So if he plays, it's a different game. But due to COVID, he didn't play. So if there's a crucial game and... Five of the players have COVID. I think they said 11 Ajax players have COVID Damn. or something. So 
Because as I said again, everybody's everybody's going to have this disease. Just about it's, it's going to spread. Chill. I'm not. Have. I'm not catching this. I'm staying okay. inside. I'm wearing a mask. COVID will find you. COVID will find you. <laughs> so so you can hide. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Of That's what my dad might say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So look, man. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. No, but I'm I'm gonna try my best not to catch the the point is don't catch it before people start getting the shots. Right? So let the drug companies run their experiments on people. Hopefully they work Mm -hmm. and then herd immunity or something along those lines to where it's more safe to come outside. So don't you don't want to catch it before the treatment exists. Obviously, I think everybody's gonna end up catching it in the long run. But in the yeah. short term, like in the next few months, do your best not to catch it. The effect it has on football, I think we're still seeing. The effect started because we had to finish last season. So mm. if you remember the conversations we were having during quarantine, we were kind of asking, so what, what What? do you do? Do you just void that season, the 1920 season, and just kind of start over? But they were like, no, we have to finish. So they crammed all of last season's games into like three weeks before this season. Um. And that effect, I think, is what we're seeing now in terms of more injuries. And then they want to keep doing European competitions. I'm surprised even like the League Cup and these kinds of tertiary competitions are happening. This would have seemed like the perfect season just to, hey, whatever, Papa John's Cup. It doesn't even have a sponsor. (laughs) So why do we need to even have it? We can just let that go, especially in France and, and England where they have the fourth cup. I'm surprised that they've tried to be as normal as possible when it's not normal. This could be a season where maybe Everton win, AC Milano win. You think like this is just thrown the what's what's uh, what's a proverb the the cat amongst the pigeons. So it's just like anything can happen. Could be. It, it, it could be one of those seasons where like yeah, man, remember that COVID season where everything was just everything just went weird and. COVID just affected specific players for specific games and everything just went wild. Because the world just feels so different. Things just feel so different that why wouldn't it affect sports, specifically football as well? I may be wrong. I may okay, be wrong, I, but... have, I have a question for you now. Okay. okay. You know how people last season were saying, should Liverpool's title count? Because mm. the season was weird. They took two months, three months off, whatever it was. Mm. Um, I think it was three months. This season, I think, is going to be more COVID-affected than anyone, even though it will look chronologically more normal, we can presume, anyway. Mm. Do you think this season should count? Yes. Because this one, if, if people were saying last season shouldn't count, there's an asterisk next to it. Oh, you're only having one leg ties in the Champions League. Bayern Munich's thing is fraudulent, etc., cetera, et cetera, which I find dumb because everybody's under the same circumstances. But this season kind of feels like even a little bit more strange because of the, the underlying circumstances that have been going on. If indeed we went, we wind up with, I think Southampton are in the top four and Manchester United are damn near near the relegation zone. 15th, 15th. If that happens and Saints get into Champions League football next year, wouldn't this be the season where we're like, should that count? Like no, this, this doesn't awful. seem, this of is like a bad FIFA save. Where like Manchester City get relegated because they didn't play Sergio Aguero, and they tried to play some youth player. Meanwhile, Newcastle went up and bought like nine thousand million players, and now they're winning the league. Like this is a bad FIFA save. <laughs> so should it count? Yes, it should count <laughs> because 
I, I I hate FIFA, by the way. I what? hate FIFA so much. They'll be like, yo, uh, like in real life, Liverpool will win the league on F- on your FIFA save. They'll choose not to play Salah, Mane, and Firmino, <laughs> and they'll start playing like Origi. He'll, who would start Origi for 32 games in the season? FIFA logic, and then Liverpool will end up 12th. You're like, how would Liverpool 12th with 42 points? And meanwhile, Southampton have 93 points. What the f- it doesn't make any sense. But anyway, I'm sorry. Just a little fever rant. Look, it counts. If you can't beat whoever because you don't have Aguero or you don't have Salah or you don't have Rashford or Martial, and then I'm questioning your managerial skill because let's say City missing three, four key players against Southampton, you're now almost on equal footing. Not even really because still, you're still a better team man for man even without three or four of your key, key players. So it's a greater challenge for those managers of Man City, Liverpool, can he still win if you're missing three, four, five key players? So it's going to be interesting to see. So now we can see, aha, who are the real managers? Hence why I was impressed by how City dealt with Marseille without Jesus or Aguero in the Champions League. Gatla gets it. FIFA career mode is the stupidest thing ever. Exactly. Well, I, I, I play Master League and be, be become a legend, man, which is much better than is, FIFA. Is, is, is the Pez Master League, is it more realistic? Like, do you not see weird things? Oh, no, no. It's, it's, I've not played Master League in a while because I normally do become a legend, but Master League is a lot more sense. Are you that narcissistic where you just want to be the one guy? To be honest, I'll, I'll be... See, before I did Twitch, I, I alternated between both because Master League is really cool. And Master League was came before become a legend so much league is like previous historic thing and they do it really well how they do it but become a legend is, oh okay, let me be one player but become a legend can be very frustrating especially when your team are complete losers and they don't know how to make it it's a simple through ball to you so <laughs> but half of my, my, my says you're asking who would start a for 38 games daniel half of would do that <laughs> Uh, do you remember you were asking like yo is should origi be starting every game yeah (laughs) it's not it's not how many you score it's when you score (laughs) (laughs) to be fair but no origi has some big goals that like he did make you ask the question whether or not you know he got the answer you wanted liverpool they they just don't appreciate clutchness man so when 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 origi leaves and they get relegated Okay, um, I didn't want to talk about this, but we I think I think we should. We, we we'll we'll save the Chelsea stuff for for Thursday. Okay, we don't have mm. to get into the yetch the yetch. We can <laughs> save the yetch for Thursday. Let's let's talk about Hazard though. Really good goal. I think it was Huesca. So you know we should uh, we should caveat that a little bit. But you know Gosh. when he came on in the Champions League in midweek, he affected the game positively. I don't think he's ever going to hit the heights of 2018 again. Or 2018, 2019, like that World Cup campaign and then the next season. I think that's the best hazard we're going to see. But the hazard that we've seen for the past almost 18 months has been an imposter. So I'm hoping that this is kind of the, I don't know, how would you put it? Just like, not again, resurrection might make it seem like he's going to return. But just like an improved hazard to where people won't be slandering him left, right, and center. I, obviously, I want you to be slightly objective here. You know, take off the fan hat, the hazardista hat. I'm giving you time. And I want you to put on the objective. This is the home of objective football analysis hat. I'm giving you time. Okay. What do you think about Hazard, bro? 
I can't wait until the Hazard autobiography comes out. You're going to ghostwrite it? No. Um, I, might be I was forward. born the greatest of all time. I am still the greatest of all time. <laughs> I might no 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 no. I mean I might do do the forward. I, I might do I might do the forward. The preface by Apple. I want to read the biography because some he has to tell us what happened in his first season for Real Madrid. We have Did to he have a happened. child or something? That Bro. might explain it. Bro, I, look, I'm not one of these freakish fans who now like videos involving his baby and his child and all those sick, messy creatures of. Fanatics who are liking videos of someone's children. You, you absolute sickos, man. Grow up. Um, was a good goal. Played well. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to know because I know this guy is good. Like I know I'm not bugging out because again, I know I am one of the best football analysts of all time. So I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it's like I can't be wrong because I know how how good I am at at this stuff. So it's like so. But then I was like. Am I bugging? Or did I look at a post? Or what happened? But when you look at Huesca, what, <laughs> what do you have to laugh, man? What do you have to laugh? It's Huesca. <laughs> he knows the ones, dog. Huesca, Ibar, Cadiz. The only reason I know Cadiz is because of uh, Mark Davis. I think he has, he has a song, something Cadiz, or Cadiz something, so... You know they're more famous for jazz than football, but you know, no, no. But look, so no, no. I mean, it's it's hard to know because my thing is, yeah, let's chill. Next game, next game. Like it is perfect that they have Inter Milan next, and it's a crucial game because this isn't like oh, we already have six points from Shakhtar and Mönchengladbach, so we can just sort of you know take a time. You know, this is not you have to win. <laughs> mm. So it's not about you have to win to transfer the group. No, you have to win to try and make it through the flipping group. So. This is a massive step up from Huesca. And this is like, okay, now you were really going to, we will need it because Vinicius, eh, so you can see Vinicius in, in, in Inter Milan is a no no. Absolute no no. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man, because I, t- I took a beating, man. I took a beating. This is this last 12, 16 months, I took a serious beating with the hazard slander and abuse. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was okay it was um do you want to talk about benzema and vinicius quickly while 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 we're in madrid I let me guess this... benzema is a evil devilish dickhead or something or like like what's his he's the algerian king leopold the second <laughs> i don't know i just want to know like what, what did you think i mean he said you know he plays against us <laughs> He didn't mean that literally. He meant he's playing so bad. It's as if he's playing. I swear he's playing against us because he's playing so bad. I speak baby French, so I'm not fluent, fluent, but I can mm. understand words and I can, I can, I can break apart the words, right? So the first one where he's like, um, uh, "Don't pass the ball to him," or like whatever the first part was. But I think he said something like, um, "He he does what he wants." I didn't get that part, but I did hear, you know, the contra new part where he's like, "He plays against us." I was wondering what the Spanish media would do with it. Spanish media are arguably worse than English media. So I can only imagine what's going on in Madrid at the at the time. This is kind of on brand for Benzema. So I wasn't surprised. I just I just I just I just, I, I just more felt bad. Ooh, wait, wait, for wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by on brand? Elaborate. What does on brand mean? Like you just kind of expect Benzema to be the guy to tell his teammate, don't pass to that guy while that guy is standing right there. 
Based on what? I don't. I don't understand. So, you know, just Benzema's personality. You keep mumbling. Spell it out. Benzema's personality seems like he is that kind of guy that would seems. do something that rude, or like he is that kind of. Yeah, it was just a rude thing to do, even if it's the truth. It, it was the truth, but, but it just seems like a rude thing to do with the guy standing right there speaking about him in a language he doesn't know with your hand over okay. your mouth. Let me break it down. You're Benzema. You knew Vinicius was playing like 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 trash. You just lost your first game against Shakhtar Donetsk and Marcos Gavitsuram scoring the opening goal. You're now down 1-0 against Mönchengladbach away from, from, from home. So you're, you're standing at the concept of maybe losing your first two games, making it very difficult knowing that you're not playing Inter Milan in your, in your next game. Halftime team talk, Zidane isn't going to sub off with Vinicius. What do you do? So do you go to Zidane and say, man, can you just sub him off? No, that's like your father. Vinicius knows he's playing badly. So you're going to be just say like, bro, play, play better. That, that's a mute point because he knows he's playing badly. Players who play badly know they're playing badly. So all I have to do is that we need to put ourselves in the best position to win this game. So, Ferlan, I know you're on the left nice. flank of him. Be nice. We don't have to go there. I mean, you're not wrong, <laughs> but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my feelings. I mean, be nice. Be nice. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't you're have to say bad. it. <laughs> like, that's what I feel like. It's just like, I, I just, it was one of those cringe. Like, have you ever been watching a comedy show? Kind of like the, the Office or something like that, or like the, the UK Office. It's just kind of oh, yeah. cringe comedy. I, oh, yeah, I don't like I that. It. I don't I like love that. that comedy, man. Because it makes me feel like, ugh, like it makes me want to fast forward because I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. So when you hear what Benzema's saying, and then you see Vinicius right there just standing, just ready to go on, like he's not worrying, he's not bothering anybody, he's just standing there. Meanwhile, they're talking about him in a language he doesn't understand, allegedly, because maybe he wasn't talking about him, but we, I think we all know the truth. Um, so yeah, I, that's that's what made me uneasy about it. Like, he wasn't wrong. Like, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. <laughs> but I guess Benzema was like, look, this is what we need to do to win. Like, don't pass to him. And then you could tell once Hazard came on, they played better. What's next? What do you want to talk about next? I think I'm other subjects. By the way, the Papa John's thing just ruined all the thoughts in my head. <laughs> I lost blood. So, <laughs> you know, so, so, what, 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 so, I mean, guys, if there's anything, any. Oh, no, we have questions. To talk about. I mean, if you don't oh, have anything questions. that's on your mind. Yeah, look, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, th- yeah, I think, yeah, that's. Yeah. Did you see the ESPN FC thingy? I heard about it, but no. Do, wait, wait, do you watch ESPN FC? I go through runs, so. So you know I'll, who Alex no, I'll, I'll, I'll watch is it. and Mark Ogden? I'll watch it maybe like, you know, let's see what it is saying this week or last week. But I'm, it's not an everyday thing, no. But I, I know who the people are. So who was it? What did they well, do? I didn't even know that this was. This is actually on YouTube. So basically, this is supposed to be like an outtake. And like Mark Ogden is talking about Harry Kane, but then he then flops his lines. And he then goes about how, yeah, he's pretty boring, isn't he? And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then then the guy who's sort of filming says that, like, and he talks weird. And they then start sort of like laughing about how he, he talks. And Alexis Nunes then says that, man, thank God, thank God he plays for football based on, based on him, based on how he, he, he talks. That's and not then, cool. Bro. You see, my thing was like... On camera, like as a joke or it was, was it... it? It was on camera. So it wasn't like it, it was on camera and they didn't... Oh, it, was, it, was some, it was something that was not meant to be seen. And you see, I thought it was... It was Who released it then? Bro, this wasn't leaked. I thought it was leaked. 
This was on their YouTube channel for 30 minutes. How did that happen? Do you know what, do you know what I believe? Someone took offense to, to, to that. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, it wasn't a mistake. Someone put that intentionally on YouTube to try to sort of expose them. How do you make a mistake like, like that? No, it's How? Not a mistake. That's, that's, it's not a mistake. It can't be a mistake. It's, it's impossible on your YouTube channel. <laughs> like, it had, the video has to process. Like, it takes a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like you put it up there and it just goes. I think it takes a while. So, that's interesting. Somebody, yeah, you're probably right. A producer was just like, or somebody is like, mm, this is messed up. Or, or, you know what? Somebody was just thought it was funny. And it was just a, an outtake that they thought was funny, but they were just kind of tone deaf. Yeah, <laughs> like so, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I've ever made fun of how Harry Kane talks. Yeah, I've never, I've, I've never done it. But, but, but these are two key things. One, one is school in England. Everybody will be mocking Harry Kane. Facts, hundred percent. Oh, that of is, course, he'd get it. <laughs> he'd be getting bad. Other thing is, as messed up as it is, Alex Nunes isn't wrong in what she says. Woman, if Harry Kane wasn't in football and anything, women who look a particular way would not give that guy the light of day. As soon as he opens his mouth, women would just treat that guy like complete trash and just look look the other way. So she isn't wrong, but it's still messed up. Also, she isn't wrong. I, is it me or I think the whatever people think it is, like a lisp or whatever it is, it's when people do it, it's totally over exaggerated. He doesn't sound that crazy to me. To where that's what I focus on when he speaks. Do you know how funny it is that they say that? When I used to just hear him speak and everything, it's never... It's only when people made fun of that, like, oh, but when I just heard him speak, I was like, it didn't even... It doesn't register that, like, there's something wrong. But then when people make fun of it, you kind of go like, oh, yeah, there is a little weirdness there. But it's not like... It's not like he sounds alien or something like that. So Mm -hmm. that's why, to me, there's not anything to make fun of. Even it, and even if it was worse, I'd probably be even less inclined to make fun of it because that's obviously a, a problem or just like a, a speech thing. Obviously, my mom's a speech therapist, so mm. maybe I'll ask her, like, what's up with Harry Kane? Like, what does he have? And she, I'll, I'll report back next week. <laughs> but um, they apologized. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both, both of right. them. <laughs> but this is funny. So, we'll see, Mark Ogden, they both put out tweets apologizing, but Alex Nunez, she put out eight tweets, but she um, disabled comments. Of course. Like, you know. <laughs> Why would you want comments? Like, you, they're just gonna <laughs> you make fun of the list, but they're gonna start calling her crispity, crackety, crunchity, whatever, whatever. So, what is uh, like? What if somebody called you or made fun of your blackness? You know, you don't want to hear that. All right, questions. We got three. Why is it that most mediocre people in life always say things like he needs to show how badly he wants it when talking about a player accused of not putting in enough effort? To get into the starting lineup, for example, Callum Hudson Adoy from Black Emoji. So I guess he's saying, why is it that people who don't try hard in their own lives want players to try hard on the pitch? How do you know that they don't try hard in their own lives? That's why I'm not getting into that one. Because I'm who's who's the who's the judge of who's a mediocre person and who isn't? Yeah, you can tell if somebody's running faster if they aren't. You can't tell if somebody's mediocre or not necessarily maybe there are some people but i'm not i'm not the judge of that so it's an interesting point though the the idea that if you don't try hard in your own life why would you want somebody to try hard for you but i think that's an individual question that everybody Mm -hmm. should ask themselves not something you should talk about other people 
So this is a question like I read that and I'm like, as Daniel, do you try hard in things that you do? If you don't, why do you expect that from a footballer when you're not willing to do it for yourself? For me to say have hope doesn't do anything in life. So why does he want something from XYZ is a completely different question that I wouldn't be willing to answer. There you go. Everybody can ask themselves. From Adaj3, what is the best country for each position? For example, England at right back and Germany at goalkeeper. Ooh, okay. Definitely so, Germany. okay, let's 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 break this down into one, two, three, four, wait. five, six, seven positions. Okay. I don't. Wait, wait, wait. And also, does it doesn't have to be a different country for each position. I don't think so. Okay, so, good. who who makes the best goalkeepers? Germany. Germany makes the best goalkeepers. Who makes the best center backs? Italy. Italy. Yeah. Who makes the best fullbacks? It's either Brazil. Brazil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say who makes the best defensive midfielders? It's either Brazil or France. You know, Casemiro, Dunga, Gilberto Silva. That's a tough It's between France and Brazil. I'm going Brazil, now that you just mentioned all the names. Yeah. Um, best attacking midfielders. Is it Brazil again? <laughs> you, could, you, could, you, could, you could say Spain. You could say Spain? Spain. Yeah, you could say Spain. You could say Spain. Wingers? So inside forward or winger? I'm just putting all like uh, flank players so, that okay, attack. So it, it could say... be like natural wingers or inside forwards, whichever way. It it would have to be Brazil. Brazil, okay. And then who's the best? I'm trying to think like I mean because really Holland is really robbing really. Italy no, England no. It's Brazil. Spain yeah Brazil. And then who makes the best strikers? And I, and by that I mean like out and out number nines. England have a, England have had some strikers. Just that they, they've had such a brick team, but England have had strikers. What about the Dutch? You think the Dutch like Van Basten? It's Van Basten, Van Persie, Clivert. Yeah, Clivert. Burkamp will be more an attacking midfielder. It, it looks like so England have had Shearer. They've had Owen. They've had Andy Cole, and he can he can throw in Harry Kane in there. Like England have actually had strikers. It's just that the rest of the team has been brick. <laughs> the rest of the team is bad. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, no, it's just the, the rest of the team, is it? Yeah. Is it? Well, we see defense good, attack well, striker good, wingers and midfield like class. B. Is there wide players like England and, don't make and midfield and midfield just nonsense? Yeah. Well, you know, Lampard, Gerrard, but for England, for England, they were trash. Skulls. Um, so we're going with England make the best strikers mm-hmm. of all time. We're gonna say that over like you know, Thierry Henry, Nicholas Anelka. Olivier Giroud? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Crazy game. Actually, actually, no, striker is a tough one. Stri- Striker's hard. I mean, like, Germany that's have, the, have a had a one. few. Um, yeah, Spain, like, guys like Raul Klinsmann, and... Closer. Gedemola. I wonder, is there, like, some nut, some under... Like, goalkeeper? Obviously, it's Germany. But, like, another mm. underrated country would be America, right? What's Casey Keller, Tim Howard... Like the Brad Friedels and all those kinds of guys. Like, well, they make a lot true, of goalkeepers. True, I don't true, know if they necessarily yeah. make the greatest ones, but, but they make a lot of decent yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to think of like underrated countries in that sense, like Mexico. Like, what do Mexico make? Mexico, Mexico. Like mid- central midfielders. Like, like for instance, Japan make very good central midfielders. So, is there any country that like? Is un- uh, Australia and goalkeepers is another one. Yeah, they're okay. Um, <laughs> yo, what what's the what position do Nigeria make the best of in your opinion? I would say I, I would see and let me guess for you. 
central attacking midfielders. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> like, like not really like straight. Basically, like attacking midfield. Number ten. Yeah, attacking midfield. Yeah. What? What? Uh, Argentina. Do Argentina have a case for wide players in terms mm-hmm. of well, maybe nope. not wide players, but more like central attacking midfielders? Because you could put the two greatest, arguably, in Maradona and Messi. But 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 like it's one of those things. Like, have they consistently done done that? They've mm. only had two. So which is why like which is why you say like England for striker because throughout time, England have always had like a damn good striker. Like mm. Italy always produced damn good to, to defenders. Back. Yeah. Germany always produced damn good um, goalkeeper. Now this is another one, central mid midfielder, strictly CM. If we go strictly c- central midfielder, then again I'm bringing up France. I'm giving you Zidane. I'm giving you Vieira. Vieira. There's just so many names that you know it can get lost sometimes. But there, there are countries that Brazil makes good everything. France makes good everything. Germany makes good everything. It's just like how how do you want to classify it? But you know, central midfield. I think I think Spain. I think you were right with that one. Mm-mm. How about worst country for each position? What? Nah, I can't do that. The, who makes the worst goalkeepers? I'll do it. Um, <laughs> okay. For goal, for goal goalkeeper. Do you want me to be rude? Go ahead. Can I say continents? Nope. 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 <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Can I say a continent? No. <laughs> okay. No. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look, if you say it, Africa, I'm going to counter with another continent. But go ahead. Okay, I won't. I won't. Nobody I, 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 I ain't going. Nah, 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 nah. nah. You're, no, you're, no. I'm okay, not... pause. But who are the best Asian goalkeepers? Why are you saying Asian people are short? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If, if people always... You racist. No, no, no. When, 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 whenever somebody says My like, God. oh, AFCON goalkeeper this, AFCON goalkeeper that, nobody watches the Asian Cup, do they? So what's what's going on? Uh, well, see, Asia includes Australia, so that's how they get away with it because Australia does make good goalkeepers. Wait a minute, Antarctica's a continent. Nobody's mm-hmm. from there, so the worst goalkeepers technically come from Antarctica. You're gonna put a penguin in goal? Hmm. Hmm. And Antarctica does is not is not involved in this conversation. <laughs> okay. you, you said, "Can I say continents?" <laughs> There's seven, not six. I knew you were gonna go for continents. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll say Africa. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I told you, I watch Afcon a lot, man. And there are some very good keepers in Africa. Just that when you watch Afcon, the goalkeepers are, let's just say, very eccentric. Well, <laughs> that's the word I was gonna use. <laughs> literally, I am. I am laughing my face off because this guy will make a save, and this guy will roll around for ten minutes, and there's grass all over his face. Time wasting. As... <laughs> <laughs> Africa have cost the worst. The goalkeepers are the worst time wasters in the world. <laughs> no, you know, the, They'll the, just the, be rolling the, around the, with their finger in the air. Have like, you seen the pain. video? Have you seen the video where like I can't remember what the match it was where a drug ball was like faking like an injury or something? He's on the ground. <laughs> and literally this guy must have touched him. Drug ball looks like if he's having like an electric body shock. Movements where he's basically shaking his, his, his leg up and he's shaking his whole body in the grass. Like, this looks like, and it was so bad that even I think it was a sub from United was actually laughing based on just how ridiculous it was what Drogba was, was, was doing on the, on the grass. Have, have you, this isn't AFCON related, but it's like kind of sort of goalkeeper related. Have you seen the clip of like there's a goalkeeper or maybe it's a striker who like puts a little juju idol 
near oh, the yeah, post I heard about of the that. goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I, well, I, I didn't say, but I, I heard about it. And the goalkeeper digs up the Juju idol, throws it away. The striker brings it back and then scores a goal to win the game. And then the opposing team chases the striker <laughs> because they say he cheated because he used Juju. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, All right, last question from the homie A1 Arsenal fan. Mm. Um, he says Pogba is in bad form, and it's clearly not working for him at Manchester United as he hasn't kicked on. But why does Have Hope keep mentioning what happened nearly two and a half years ago to defend him? Clearly referencing the World Cup. Was was am I supposed to answer that? No, I mean he's asking you the question. I mean, you man up and answer the question, bro. World Cup winner scored in a World Cup final. That affords you some leeway. That's just how it works. It affords you 36 months? Not even. Yep. Yes, it does. <laughs> World Cup winner, scored a goal in the World Cup final. Have some respect. There's your answer, A1. <laughs> See, I wouldn't blame Pogba necessarily. Who has excelled at Manchester United in the last two and a half years? Like, how many players have really, like, excelled? Maybe you can make an argument that Rashford is improved, but is that a consequence of Manchester United, or is that just him getting older and better? Has Martial improved, or is that just him getting older and better? Greenwood? I, maybe he hasn't been infected with the Manchester United, Manchester United bug yet, but those are all kind of attacking players. Is there any midfielder or defender that's improved their game at Manchester United in the past two years. Scott McTominay. Really? No, I just I, I, I just like saying his name. Fred Pereira. Here the Flintstones. Here the Modestonich family. That's that's the larger problem for Manchester From United. But town of Bedrock. They're a picture of history. Did you ever watch Top Cat? The cartoon. I feel like yes. That was a fucking good cartoon. Because I got. <laughs> I just I just saw the intro game. That was an amazing cartoon, man. So wait, wait what's like, I used to watch you... I used to watch Boomerang a lot because like that's what my mom would put on TV what sometimes. What cartoons so... did you watch growing up, my friend? What cartoons did you watch growing up, my friend? Answer the question. Like as a kid, I watched like Franklin, Little what? Bear, Blues Clues. What? What else came on TV? So no courage, the cowardly dog. Oh no come on! Cats, like let, let me. No I, I, this is. Lab, I'm, I'm no going. I'm going. You know. The fuck? I'm going, bro. Come on. So this is me as like a four, five, six, seven, eight year old. So like Little Bear, Franklin, Blues Clues. Those are my. Those are my jams. Then we got older, and we started watching like Cat Dog, Rocket Power. Oh, the Saturday cartoons so are like Buzz Lightyear, Recess, uh, Fillmore. Did you guys get Fillmore? You know, I don't know. The only, the only one I know of... You would like Fillmore. As, He's a as... black dude that always wears glasses with a bald head. <laughs> Yo! So, so somebody needs to do a side-to-side comparison of Fillmore and Have Hope. And I wonder yeah. if they look the same. No, no, Actually, no. Uh, Have Hope, pull up Fillmore right now. Like, oh, do a no, screen share. I, no, I'm not doing that. And no, pull up no, Fillmore. You. No, 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 no. Let's, <laughs> let's address your, your, your cartoon watching. First off, the only cartoon I recognize from what you said uh-huh. is um, Recess, which was decent. You never watched Courage the Cowardly Dog. You never watched Top Top Cat. You never watched Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I think you kind of look like Fillmore, bro. <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not perfect, okay? But if there was any cartoon that try or that you've taken the aesthetic of, it's Fillmore. It's not perfect, but it's there. You could you kind of tell. 
have you ever seen the the meme of like a black cartoon telling a white cartoon that yo and that chicken was dry? Have you seen nope. that meme? No, nope. <laughs> that's that's Billboard. <laughs> See that the comments no, <laughs> that chicken was dry. <laughs> yo, okay, no comments. Does have hope remind you if you think about it with the bald head and the glasses of Billboard? I, th- I think I think of slightly, slightly. It's not perfect, but slightly. Recess. That's the only one you recognize. The Weekenders. That was good. That used to come on Saturdays. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't a super cartoon watcher after a certain age. My brother was more on like you know SpongeBob and SpongeBob. Coward, Courage the Cowardly Dog, and Fairly Odd Parents, and <laughs> you see, like it doesn't quite fit, but it's there. <laughs> I don't. I look nothing like this dude. <laughs> it's just the bald head and the glasses, oh, bro. Oh, so 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 this, so so this dude like sort of was dating white chicks or something, or I was was was. He was like a he was like a hall monitor slash detective, and that's the the chicken was dry chick. Let me just get. So you never played. So you, you never watched Top Top Cat. Is it an old cartoon? Yes. Old, then old probably cartoon. I watched it. Like I, like I said, I used to. Oh, Looney Tunes, obviously. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. We are the Animaniacs. Animaniacs. We are the powerful play contracts. Pink, Pinky and the Brain used to come on Saturdays. Um, the Animaniacs. Um, see, no, no. Top Cut was bloody amazing because. Do you know Hong Kong Fui? Hong Kong Fui, President of the Human Eye. <laughs> Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> That was such a weird cartoon, man. <laughs> that was such a weird cartoon. So yeah, and, that used to come on like Boomerang. So my mom used to watch Hong Kong was Fui weird, and stuff. Did they watch Ren, Ren and Stimpy? It was too weird. Oh man, Ren and Stimpy was was that was that was. That By the way, oh, jam. I forgot about those like Proud Family. That's like Disney Channel though. It looks as if HH and Samuel L. Jackson had a baby. <laughs> no, but, but you must have watched Wacky Races. Like different kinds of people, races? No. Oh my god. It's a racing cartoon of people racing against each other in, in vehicles. Oh, no, never seen it. So, so, so you don't know who Dick Dastardly is? No. Man, your childhood sucked, man. <laughs> Damn. So, well, you, you've never seen The Proud Family? The who? <laughs> the proud family. What? <laughs> we just we lived on different sides of the Atlantic, where we had different and and the things that we would have in common, maybe like a Dragon Ball Z or uh, Yu Gi Oh or Pokemon. I wasn't watching that. That no, looked no, no, whack. No, so. so, and you never watched Transformers, Thund- Thundercats, Ninja Turtles. Ninja, of course, Ninja Turtles. Come on, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Hero in a Half Shell. What's your favorite? And you're too old to say Michelangelo, bro. No, 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 no. Look, when I, when I was young, Michelangelo was because I was like, hey, he's a fun guy. But I think now, when I grow older, Raphael. Yeah, he's like he, Raphael's the more complex of the Ninja Turtles because yeah, he had anger issues, clearly. Because um, it could never be Leonardo because I was never like a leader kind of a guy, and Donatello was more like the kind of like techie dude. That was that was my guy. Donatello was me. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you know, all with the tech and the mm. like the nerdy turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and and Master Splitter. I got I spoke Master Splitter, but obviously I asked the, the nerdy turtle question. They made the pizzas look so delicious, man. Because I, I was always annoyed that the pizzas never looked as good. Hey Arnold, yes. Static Shock, yes. I'm reading the comments now. I just have a really bad memory, man. 
You see, no, Nickelodeon wasn't it, man. Nickelodeon wasn't it. It was all about Cartoon Network, man. So did you watch... What was on Cartoon Network? Dexter's Lab, Clown Chicken, um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um... I watched Dexter's Laboratory once or twice. All right. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Oh. <laughs> this has been the Talking Texas Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Remember, we're trying to get to 50 patrons. So... If you could help us reach our goal, I think we're somewhere near 30, maybe a little bit low, maybe a little bit less, whatever it is. I have to check, but help us reach our goal of 50 by the end of the year, guys, okay? So $3 a month, check it out. Other than that, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram, SoundCloud, all at Talking Tactics. If you're listening on Spotify, remember to give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review, and we will read it on the show. Shout out to Moody for your five-star review that we read earlier. Have hope where people find you on the internet. Just, just, just Google half hope and you'll, you'll see me there. I'm at Dennis Look. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Uh, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.